Bueller. 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 Oh, he's sick. This is a New Year's podcast where we review a classic album to expose the next generation to some of the best music of all time. I'm Lilia Waluski, and today I'm joined by Alex Karen and Sam Vineyard. And I asked them to listen to and tell me about the soundtrack to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, scored by Ira Newborn. Thanks for being here. The question isn't what we're going to do. The question is, what aren't we going to do? And we are making a podcast about the Ferris Bueller's Day Off soundtrack. So this is this is very exciting. All right, gentlemen, what were some of our favorite songs? Uh, well... I think my favorite song was probably Radio People. Mm, that is a, good one. is a good one. Yeah. Um, a lot of the vocal effects they used reminded me of uh, a lot of Daft Punk music. It had, like, the robotic auto-tune mm-hmm. and the, yeah. the filters on it. And, you know, I- I'm a big Daft Punk fan. So hearing that and then it, it kind of made me think of what Daft Punk may sound like if they came 10 years earlier, yeah. 15 years earlier. Do, I, quick I, question. Quick oh, question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite Daft Punk song? I know I do. Oh, um... I think Revolution 909 is up there. Okay. Uh, I like a lot of the really early stuff, like the house uh, mm-hmm. stuff on homework is some of my favorites, yeah. There is a video of me dancing to Get Lucky when I was <laughs> probably eight or nine years old, so that's definitely right. one of my favorites. Well, I think that's the first Daft Punk song I heard, and I think a lot like a lot of people our age probably because it's uh-huh. it was really popular on the radio when we were growing yeah. up. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so to get back to radio people, it yeah. was um, – the musicianship on it is great. The bass line is really groovy, which I actually noticed a lot of the soundtrack has really cool bass lines. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of 80s music has good bass lines. But mm-hmm. I was about to say, eight, I feel like this song is kind of more like into the 80s genre. That mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because the movie is in the, like, practically mm-hmm. in the 80s, but I love how like it's just... It's becoming new music mm-hmm. for the 80s, and it's just so interesting to hear, like, what they could throw together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack definitely fits the time yes. period when mm-hmm. the movie came yes. out. The uh, whole album is just phenomenal. It is. It is, I, it is phenomenal. Um, I think another one I think Sam and I really liked was uh, Don Cachet. Mm-hmm. Don Cachet. It's, it's a great song. It and is just, a like, great song. just, like, the job. vibe Yes. Yeah. And the way he delivers the lip syncing in the movie is, I think it's hilarious. I personally. think it is the most iconic scene you could ever ask for in yeah. the movie because yeah. it is very romantic. And it's like, you know, he's trying to impress the girl uh-huh. and he's trying to be like kind of a show off. And, uh-huh. you know, it's just very interesting to be him just be like, you know, it's, yeah. it's very like sweet and in the moment, which yeah. which I like. And while German, which Donka Shane is German, it's mm-hmm. not the language of love. It is a very romantic song. And it's just, it was a really cool scene. One Probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. Right. How about you guys? No, it was just yeah. so cool how he could just like on the spot. Yeah. Just be like, exactly. Walks up onto the parade mm-hmm. float and he just starts lip syncing. Right. Word for word. Perfect. Right. Yeah. And I feel like if I were, if someone were to do that to me, like, I don't know, at like anything at a parade mm-hmm. that we had, we just had the pep parade like mm-hmm. last weekend, but I, I would have been like, oh my gosh in love with you absolutely mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just like you like me you uh-huh. just embarrass yourself for me that is i think that's phenomenal you heard it here first that's how to win over the <laughs> <laughs> um 
But so then you guys know the other song that uh, comes around the parade scene. Twist and Shout. It comes right after Donka yes. Shane. It sure does. Yes. Um, it was originally performed by the Isley Brothers in 1962, but mm-hmm. the Beatles, which is the version we hear on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, the Beatles performed this. John Lennon was singing. And John Lennon actually hated performing this song. Really? And, and when he recorded this song, it was the last track of the day. Mm-hmm. His voice was really raspy, and he was screaming the lyrics just oh. to get it out. And that's like it wasn't originally supposed to sound as raspy as it does. You can kind of hear the raspiness yeah, exactly. to yeah. it. But I also think that that song, like, there's so much to put into it too. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot of effort. Like, even just singing, like, twist and shout. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel myself screaming it every single mm-hmm. time I do it. So well, and after he records it, he he couldn't like in an interview after he goes, it felt like sandpaper when i was swallowing afterwards just yeah. because of like the stress it puts on your vocal cords and your throat mm-hmm. and he hated it oh that's but so interesting. it ended up being an iconic song right so, and yeah. everyone everyone knows that song exactly now. everyone and especially during that like scene as well most iconic as well mm-hmm. um of course donkashe wins my number one but <laughs> Twist and Sour is still a pretty good one. Yeah, and then like you said, it was originally by the Isley Brothers, but then the Beatles just kind of made it what it is. Yeah, you know, if it hadn't been for the Beatles, that song may may not have made it into the soundtrack. No. It probably it no. probably wouldn't. You know, no one would have heard of the song. No. Uh, and another reason John Lennon probably didn't like performing it was because, like you said, his vocals were so torn up in the studio mm-hmm. that he probably couldn't replicate that sound as easily mm-hmm. uh, live, which is. Um, I think the Beatles are definitely a band who take a lot of pride in their live performance. Oh, 100%. Uh, as a lot of, you know, really skilled rock bands do. But um, so I can respect that, uh, I guess, decision yep. by John Lennon to just kind of stay away from tr- Twist and Shout when he could. Well, yeah. and also, like, just, like, during concerts and stuff like that, like, during mm-hmm. tours, like, yeah. imagine how much stress that they were mm-hmm. putting it, um, they were putting on and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think that we should all take a listen to the... I, 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 all right, boys. Well, what are you guys interested in? Nothing. All right. I think it's time to wrap it up. This was a New Year's podcast. I'm Lilia Waluski. I'm Alex Karen. And I'm Sam Vineyard. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Want more classic album reviews from new listeners like us? Head to www.wltl.net slash podcasts for more episodes. Plus, you can subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening.